Hi, and welcome to Wide Open Spaces with Elise, a podcast, episode number nine. Thank you for joining me today. I am a therapeutic recreational specialist. I worked in psychiatric units that were locked and open for chemical dependency, major psychiatric illnesses, cancer wellness, eating disorders, adolescents, pediatrics. I also worked with people who were in the hospital and having them transition into their regular everyday lives, so it was an outpatient program. I am a graduate of the University of Florida. Thanks for joining me today. So today I want us to focus. I mean really focus. So if you could please get some paper and pen. Doesn't need to be a big piece of paper. I'm going to really make you look inside yourself today. It's not always an easy task for us to look inside ourselves. It can be painful. A lot of times we like to ignore what we're feeling inside, be in denial. Our world is ever-changing, and with COVID-19, when it first happened, I think we all had a sense of, okay, this is hard, I'll manage, but it'll be over soon. And I think we are coming to the reality that it's not going to be over soon. And the thought of that is extremely overwhelming for a lot of us. Not having an end in sight. We'd like to have an end in sight when we're dealing with something that's not very pleasurable. And obviously dealing with COVID-19, our lives have changed in so many ways. From staying home more, maintaining six feet of distance, wearing a mask when you're outside with others and inside with others, more importantly. The way we shop for our food is different. There's arrows down the lines of the grocery store telling you to go one way and not go the other way. There are people wearing gloves everywhere you look. People keep a distance. When you see loved ones, you can't touch them. Elbow, pump, this pump, that's not a hug. So in the past two weeks, I think we're starting to come to a realization. We're in the month of June. Technically, most of us became honestly aware. We knew about it in January, but in February. So we've been dealing with this COVID thing since February and hoping, okay, we all went on lockdown, slowly open. There'll be people who will get sick, but less and less and less people dying. And now it's reversing itself. It's almost like we're going backwards again. Are we going to go on lockdown again? Am I not going to be able to social distance with people? Am I going to stop being able to go to the grocery store and get my food, even if it is walking one way down an aisle? What's going to happen? Is it just for the summer, the fall? All these thoughts can be extremely overwhelming. And when we don't have that so-called quote-unquote end in sight, we feel hopeless and helpless. 
And for most people, when we feel hopeless and helpless, our world feels out of control. So this is our reality. We have to try to accept our reality and take it in and stop fighting that this is going to be over soon and stop fighting when can I get back to my normal life. You have to create this as normal for now for you to survive. Now, I'd like to start first, and I guess my biggest concern would be with people who are already suffering with mental illness. How does this affect you? And this is where the piece of paper and pen come in. I want you to take stock in yourself. I mean, really look inside yourself. Don't play games. Don't glaze over a thought that comes in that you know might not be the most positive thing. I want you to really think inwards. I mean, if you've already been somebody who has suffered, are you feeling hopeless? Are you feeling like you're having suicidal ideations? Ideations are the thought or plan of harming yourself or harming others. Do you have prolonged sadness, extremely tearful, mopey, or just feel blah? That blah feeling. You don't know why you feel blah, but you feel blah. Do you have difficulty sleeping? Are you getting at least six hours of sleep a night? Eight hours is preferable, but are you getting at least six? Is it a disruptive sleep? Is it an anxious sleep or an agitated sleep with tossing and turning? Do you have intrusive thoughts that no matter what you're doing, negative thoughts pop in? You're obsessing on those negative thoughts. Do you fear or worry a lot about your family, about yourself? Fear or worry that you didn't have before. So remember, I'm talking about people who are suffering from depression that see a professional for it that may be on medicine, are you seeing an increase in these things? You need to take stock. You need to focus. Because you know if you are being treated for depression, how it can get out of control before you know it. So because this is a different environment that we're in, something none of us in the entire world have experienced before on this mass scale, you really need to focus on what's going on your, with yourself before you feel like you're spiraling out of control. And another one would be difficulty concentrating. Are your thoughts just all over the board, all over the place, that you just can't stay focused on one task or one conversation? Have you increased your alcohol intake? I don't mean a casual glass of wine now and again, once a week. I'm talking about increased alcohol intake. And if you are someone who has an addictive personality and have used alcohol to numb and soothe yourself, then you know what I'm talking about when I say increased alcohol intake. Increased smoking. You may be a regular smoker, but are you smoking more? Are you going outside? Are you pacing while you're smoking? Focus on it. Notice your patterns. Notice if you're increasing in doing these things. A lot of times these things kind of become second habit like smoking. So I want you to pay attention to what you're doing. 
to notice if the anxiety is, is creating you smoking more cigarettes a day, pacing more, and obviously an increase in drugs. And if you, again, if you are someone who has had this issue currently or recovering, you need to pay close attention to yourself because these are the times when we feel out of control that you go back to that old safety of the drugs and the alcohol and the smoking. So if you are experiencing any of these things and you obviously, like I said, are currently under a doctor's care and you're seeing increases in these things or decrease in your mood and feeling more sad and hopeless and all the things I just mentioned, please reach out to your doctor or therapist so that you can get a consult with them, even if it is teleconferencing, if you're not comfortable going into an office, please reach out for help. Sometimes it may mean an adjustment of your medication, and that's okay for the time being. Because, again, we don't know how to handle this. There's no playbook for this. So if you're really feeling these symptoms and seeing these things in yourself, it's okay to say, I need more help. Because it's all new to all of us. So please seek help if you need it. Now, for those of you that have a mild anxiety issue, maybe see a therapist now and again, maybe not just somebody who's dealing with COVID-19 in our new world, I want you to think about if you're seeing these things in yourself. These are some signs of distress. We're all distressed in this environment. But if you, as you heard me talking about those who suffer from depression or anxiety, a lack of control of our environment makes us spiral out of control. So even though you may not have been diagnosed or ever thought about that you had any type of mental issues, being in our world of COVID can either create mental health issues or exacerbate feelings inside of ourselves. So you may feel more numb because being numb lets us detach from what's going on around us. So as I'm saying this, I want you to write down the things that you feel you can relate to. Are you feeling numb? Are you just going through the motions of the day just to get day after day after day to finally hear COVID's gone, go back to normal life? Are you numbing that feeling? mentally by just going through the motions not really letting the feelings in have you seen a change in your energy level meaning lethargic wanting to sleep a lot not having the energy to do the basic tasks such as work or taking care of your home or taking care of your family or taking care of your pet are you walking your pet less because you have a lack of energy? So look at your energy level. Is it changing? Body pains. You may have heard the word psychosomatic symptoms. When we're not feeling quite up to the way we used to, sometimes we feel aches and pains. Sometimes you can almost feel like you have a, like when you get a fever and you feel achy. 
So notice, and are you obsessing on those aches and pains? Because we're not as active as we normally are, our mind gets idle and it starts to overthink things. So if you are feeling little aches and pains, that ache and pain may become worse because all you're doing is focusing on it. Stomach issues. We all know when we're nervous, upset, stressed, feeling disjointed, like our world is out of control. We have stomach issues. Not just people who suffer from Crohn's or irritable bowel. Those, those people who have those diseases, I'm sure have increased with symptoms in this time. But even people who don't have those disorders in an uncontrolled environment like COVID, you can start seeing stomach issues. Pay attention to it. Notice if there's a change. Chronic health problems. Are they getting worse? Anything that you might deal with on a basis that you've been dealing with for years, let's say. I don't want to name a specific chronic problem, but if you have, you know what I'm talking about. Is it getting worse? Is it something that's getting worse because you're not being as active and so you're not exercising that part of your body more so it's becoming stiff and hurts and painful? Notice what is going on. Feel what is going on in your mind and in your body. Nobody else, not one person in the world can tell you what is going on inside your body as far as what you feel but yourself. Another one is skin rashes. Now that's something I saw in myself when all this started happening and we were on lockdown. I noticed I was itching and itching and I thought it was just my allergies and I Zyrtec wasn't working well. But then I noticed that I had like a little rash and rashes come from stress, being stress induced or hives, which you might've heard. Now I don't have that issue anymore, that could be something that you're experiencing. Why am I having these little bumps? Why am I feeling so itchy if I'm not outside a lot or I don't have allergies? It could be a sign of just overtly having so much stress and anxiety that you're keeping with inside yourself. What I mean by keeping with inside yourself is to the world, you put a mask on and you look okay. And your friends and your family look at you and say, they seem normal, they seem like themselves, they seem okay. Your mask, but underneath, are you really feeling what you're showing to people? Or are you putting that mask on? Are you disguising what's going on in yourself? And we should be true to who we are when we're with the people and friends and family that we love. But more importantly, you need to be true to yourself. And disguising and putting on that mask is really doing a disservice to yourself. Nobody likes to think I'm not handling something well. Um, you may think of the word being a failure, which is not what it is. It's being exposed to a situation, a worldly situation that everybody is having a learning curve with. So it's not failure. You need to be true to yourself and think about what is going on and identify it and accept it and decide to take power and control 
and do something about it. So let me give you some suggestions that I think are kind of cool ways to help you deal with some of this distress. Um, number one, if you're feeling low energy, look at what you're eating. Are you eating foods that tend to make you feel like, oh, I want to take a nap after I eat? Or are you eating, eating energy type foods? Pay attention to that. If you're feeling low energy, then eat some foods that boost your energy level. Okay, just food for thought. Um, take a break from social media. Put your phone down. Stop watching the news. Detach a little bit from your iPad and your computer. Because even when you're different ads that are coming across, even when you're just kind of browsing the webs, something about COVID, something about the rioting, something about the current unrest in our country. Detach yourself from it. Take a break from it. Even if it's just for 30 minutes of a day, of a day then you can grow on that. Take walks. If you can maintain six feet of social distancing, say hi to your friend or neighbor. If they have a pet, pet the pet. Get a little pet therapy there. Talk to the pet. Your blood pressure lowers. Your mood raises. Think about something innovative. For me, it was this podcast. It was something innovative that I could do to still help others, spread awareness, to give me a sense of self-satisfaction, that I was able to make an impact on friends, on family, on listeners I've never met before. So maybe be a little innovative. Come up with something different. Do a blog. I don't know. Think of something that might be innovative that would just lift your mood for you. And then you can always try to do something in your community. There's a lot of food banks that need food. You could drop off food while maintaining social distancing with your mask. But doing good for your community always empowers ourselves, always makes you feel like you accomplished something and you did good for others who have less than what you have. Give yourself a pep talk. Sometimes my family goes, who are you talking to? Oh, nobody, just myself. And they go, okay. Give yourself a pep talk. Who else knows you better than yourself? Talk to yourself. It's okay. It's okay to talk to yourself. Have a cup of cappuccino or tea and just sit in a nice, quiet place. You'd be amazed on how that relaxes you, calms you down, gives you a little sense of peace. I have a cup of cappuccino every morning and go sit outside. It's the way I like to start my day. Gives me a good start each day, starting on a positive note. Clean your house or organize it. Not always the most fun thing, but if you've cleaned your house, it gives you exercise, it keeps you going with that excess energy you might have. And organizing, how good does it feel when you purge your stuff in your house and you get rid of those things that you never touch or use or the clothes you haven't worn in 10 years or something? You might not even fit into them anymore. This things that you're grateful for. Remind yourself that even though things are tough right now, 
You have a lot of good things in your life. Take stock in what you feel grateful for. It could just be listening to this podcast or having a phone conversation with a friend or seeing a neighbor and saying, hey, how are you? Just write down the things that you're grateful for. Get a stress ball. Squeeze it when you're feeling frustrated. Take your frustration out. I know it kind of sounds silly, but it really works. I used to, before stress balls came out, I used to say, scream into your pillow. Go ahead, scream into your pillow. Get your frustrations out. Get your agitation out. Get you being pissed off out. Scream into your pillow. Squeeze a stress ball. Watch a comedy show if you like comedy. Makes you laugh. What's wrong with laughing? My daughter and I the other day watched on Disney Plus a documentary on chimpanzees. It's about 45 minutes long. And we laughed and were amazed at these chimpanzees on how much they looked like humans. And as we were watching, I turned towards my daughter and I said, why do I feel so tired? And she said, me too. Why? Because watching this beautiful piece of work of these documentarians following these chimpanzees relaxed us. It made us feel calm. It made us feel happy and we really almost were falling asleep, which meant we were at peace and we were calm. And always have these coping skills right there at your fingertips. And what I mean by that is say, okay, if I feel anxious when I'm out, I'm going to do this. Okay, I'm feeling stressed at home, I'm going to do this. I'm feeling a little down. What can I do to bring up my spirits? I'm really not telling people how I'm feeling and I'm suffering. Who can you talk to? How can you get those feelings out by journaling or reaching out to somebody? So I want you to think about it. And if you haven't written anything down yet, when I'm finished, take your piece of paper and your pen or pencil and write down what's going on. Take the mask off and really focus. And if things are going pretty good, bravo. Keep up the good work. And if there's some areas that you're struggling on, well, I hope some of the coping skills and tips that I gave you work or you try them. But if not, find what works for you. We're all individuals. We're all unique. What I like might not be what you like. I just give suggestions, what I learned through myself and others that are in my life and what I've learned from being out in the field of um, working with people with mental illness. But you can always figure out what works for you. So... In a couple weeks, I'm going to have an exciting podcast. I'm going to collaborate with someone who is a licensed mental health counselor. Her name is Stacy Boyer. If you want to look her up, she's at Namaste Stacy, S-T-A-C-I-E dot net. And we're going to collaborate. She also has a master's um, degree in special ed. And we're going to talk about perceptions of ourselves and how how do others see us and how do we see ourselves and do we see ourselves differently than others so we're going to have 
She's a licensed mental health counselor and she's going to have her professional therapist perspective and I'm going to come in from a therapeutic recreational specialist perspective and we're going to collaborate together and I hopefully it'll be fun and informative for all of you. So I will get back to you on the specific date. We're working on it but looking forward to it so I hope you join us for that. I'd like to say hashtag I can't breathe, hashtag live life, hashtag pride month, hashtag fight racism, and hashtag rescue dogs. So I'd like to challenge all of you today to look into all the wide open spaces of your world and find something new to help you feel at peace to deal with our new world that we're in. Thanks for joining me today and I will see you next week. Bye.